Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Headlight, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Welcome in. Welcome back. A little Scarface right there who was on hand to check out Dusty Baker's 2000s win. And you know who else was there? The only person you need to talk to, listen to, or read from when it comes to MLB baseball and the Houston Texans, excuse me, Houston Astros, Brian McTaggart. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian McTaggart, and you can hear him in the trenches every single week. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. How's it going? It is great. Just for a guy like yourself, uh, been around baseball for so long, watch more baseball than anybody listening to the show. What did it mean to you to be able to cover a manager uh, that you do cover, getting that 2000s win? Only 12 people in the history of baseball have been able to accomplish that. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, you look at the names that were on that list and you talk about guys you you read about in history books, uh, Connie Mack and uh, – people like that, Walter Alston, people like that. And then some contemporary guys in there too, like Bruce Bochy. But just, I mean, you have to do this job at a high level for a really, really long time. And I don't know how many more managers are going to get 2000 wins, but you know, everyone talks about, you know, perfect games or no hitters. I mean, there's, there's been over 300, no hitters. You know, everyone celebrates those. Well, there's been 12 guys win 2000 games. I mean, it's one of the most exclusive clubs in Major League Baseball, and uh, for Dusty Baker to get in there, I think it's a very appropriate, just uh, a great baseball man, and and just, if you look at his career, his managerial career and his playing career, the people that he's played with and managed, you know, he played with Hank Aaron, and he's managed, you know, uh, boy, you name it, there's some really uh, star players from across the generations, so he's, he's touched everybody in baseball, it's one of those moments, I think, that, you know, no matter what clubhouse you go in, everyone knows Dusty Baker, and they're all happy for him on this day to get the 2,000 wins. Does this solidify a future Hall of Fame induction? I got to think so. I mean, you know, the, uh, 10 of the 11 previous guys to get 2,000 are in the Hall of Fame. Bruce Bochy's not there yet, but he will be, and Dusty's about to pass him here in a couple of days. He's only three wins past Bruce, uh, behind Bruce Bochy. So I think for sure he gets in the Hall of Fame, and, um, I know he'll either get in, you know, he'll go in as a manager, but this guy also had a very long playing career. I mean, he played 18, 19 seasons at a very high level, won a World Series, um, and was an impactful player as well. But yeah, based on his managerial resume, I, I, and he's just such a great ambassador for the game. And, you know, I'd never met Dusty Baker before he managed the Astros. I've heard about him. Uh, but to get a chance to really get to know him, on at least uh, you know some level these last two years and be around them, you can really understand why he's, he's liked by so many people. And um, I think there's going to be a lot of people in this corner when it comes Hall of Fame time. Yeah, just the the stories for days too. I laugh when I saw Bob Nightingale tweet yesterday. Dusty's at uh, you know he's one win shy of two thousand. If he gets there, he's a Hall of Famer. I'm like, so if he retires today and doesn't get to two thousand, he's not a Hall of Famer. Like, come on. But uh, no, it was great to see and, and great the way the Astros have been able to do this these last two nights, Brian, and getting shutouts. I was just looking at you know the Astros have three shutout wins all season. They've all come against Seattle, yep. who we assumed was one of those teams that was gonna 
compete with the Astros in the AOS this year. Them and the Angels much improved. But what is it about the Astros pitching staff? It just seems like they've been able to do pretty well against Seattle so far. Yeah, and especially here at Minute Maid Park, I think Astros have won, what, 25 out of the last 29 games and just really dominated. I mean, you know, that spans back to, you know, 2019, which was a dominant Astros team. But, you know, I think the Mariners have to be frustrated because I, I think with the season they had last year, even though the Astros, you know, I played them, I, I think they thought this was the year that, you know, maybe we can make a run for the division and maybe, maybe it can. But, um, you know, the Astros are pitching really well right now against everybody since they went to the six man rotation. Um, last week in, um, in the last nine games, they have a 2.19 ERA from the starting rotation. Six quality starts in that span. So that shows you the starters now are going deeper into the game than they did the first month. I mean, they're going six, seven innings. Uh, you got a, you know, a shot to do that again today with Verlander. I mean, Christian Javier has been terrific. He's faced Seattle three times in his career as a starter, and they haven't scored on him. 18 in the third inning. So he's, he's a guy that's got their number. Verlander's pitched well against them. Um, and in a lot, you know, Odorizzi's pitched really well the last couple of starts. So their, their starting pitch has been really, really good. So can it hold up over the month of May where they have two off days? I guess we'll see. Jordan Alvarez, he missed a you know week of action, and then when he came back, there was a lot of O for games in there, and just kind of didn't look comfortable at the plate. And the last week or two, he's he's really starting to look more comfortable. We're starting to see that pop with the home run power. Uh, what are you seeing out of Jordan? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, four home runs his last five games. He's got such easy power to center field and to the opposite field. But I, very few left-handed hitters I've seen just hit the ball so effortlessly and so far to center field here. And there's been a lot of talk about the baseballs being dead. But I, I don't know if he's hitting different, different baseballs, but, I mean, he has no problem hitting them 440 feet coming off his bat. I mean, he's a big, strong man. He's always had a good judgment of the strike zone, and uh, you know, I think he's poised for a really, really huge year. Probably an easy thing to say coming off the year he had last year, but I think he and Tucker are their, their best offensive players right now. Um, you know, the other guys are going to have to find their level, what it's going to be, Bregman, and you know, two days coming around a little bit, but um, he's must-watch TV when he comes up to bat because he's got the ability to hit the ball 450 feet every time. Obviously, he played, and he played well with the home run yesterday with Jose Altuve. But coming off the type of injury he's coming off, Brian, are they going to you know slow play it and give him rest sooner than later, or are they just full steam ahead with Jose Altuve? I think they're full steam ahead. I mean, I, I think they'll rest him as they normally would. I mean, they they like to give players you know about a, a day off every week. The Astros are off Monday, so that'd be a built-in day off there. But. Um, you know, he looked really good in his rehab even last week, and I think he probably could have came back and played earlier had the IL stint been shorter. So I don't think it was anything really big at all. I mean, you look at Monday, he hits a ball and goes to first base and 29.4 feet per second, which, as you know, as a baseball expert, Andy, that's almost elite speed. And then he hits a home run yesterday, you know, turning on a pitch and pulling it. He's become a pull hitter now. So if he's running like that and swinging the bat like that, then uh, he can be back to being a force at the top of that lineup. And being the baseball expert that I am, I know Ryan Presley threw a scoreless inning last night. That or I just follow you on Twitter. Uh, so <laughs> he threw a, you know, a scoreless inning last night at Sugarland. What's the update? I know 10 minutes ago when I read your tweet, there wasn't any, any word. Have you heard anything since then? No, uh, D Dusty uh, didn't know a whole lot. I mean, he, he only threw six pitches and got three outs. So I guess the thing is now, is that enough to say, okay, let's put him in a big league game or, you know, do you need to give him one more outing maybe in the next day or so? I did ask Dusty about his velocity, which was one of the big issues 
that you know he was touching 93 instead of 96 and he said the velocity was 90 93 94 95 which he said is enough so um you know i don't know i mean uh, you know i i think it wouldn't surprise me if he goes down there for another outing just to throw a few more pitches you know there's no reason to rush him back at this point because uh the starters are going deeper and taking some of the pressure off the bullpen but um you know i think after six pitches they, they're probably going to want to give him another outing in Sugarland. Just a quick thought, Brian. What what have you seen out of? I mean, I know they've kind of alternated them almost every day between Chaz McCormick and Jose Siri, but you know, both of them kind of started off red hot to start the season. And McCormick's had a couple moments here and there, but what do you make of how they're utilizing that that position and kind of rotating those guys? Yeah, I mean, Dusty kind of uses it as a platoon, even though they're both right-handed hitters. Uh, you start one more against lefties, the other one against righties, but. Um, I think I like McCormick a little bit better. I, I just think his his bats are a little bit better. But I think Siri's a guy who could get hot over a week and and really uh, you know carry an offense a little bit. I, I still think we haven't seen the best out of McCormick this year. Um, you know, I think he only has one home run. He's just not showing the, the power that he did last year. But he's he's a you know a really good defender and Siri's a really good defender too. So they're probably not getting the offensive production they would like out of that spot in, in the uh, in center field, but. Defensively, uh, they're both very good, and um, you know if they can just uh, up their production just a little bit, I think they'd be in pretty good shape there until Jake Myers gets back, which um, looks like he could be in a rehab game here sooner than later. So maybe he's back in June or July. I don't know, but um, you know for now, I think it's you know they're it's working out. I think good enough with McCormick and Series sharing time out there. And just a quick look ahead, Brian, since we won't talk to you to next week. Uh, the Tigers and A.J. Hinch coming in here this weekend, uh, tomorrow, actually. Um, you know, it's one of those things A.J.'s always going to be tied to the city of Houston and being the manager of the World Series team. But, I mean, do you, does it feel like the more years go by and the more years we see him in a different uniform that will kind of that will slowly separate and i mean obviously the fans are going to celebrate him tomorrow when he comes but and they'll cheer for him but uh, how long do you think it'll take for that to really feel like a distant memory yeah i mean i think it's going to take a few years you know maybe when when all the players off the 2017 or 2019 teams aren't here anymore and there's still quite a few of those guys remaining but you know, the longer you go, the more people forget. And, you know, he's always going to be a, a big part of the you know, history of, of baseball in Houston. But, you know, they came in last, came in here last year and with a, a club that's not contending at all and swept the Astros. And, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, so I, I think he's going to be fired up and, you know, try to do that again. I mean, the Tigers aren't playing very well. Again, I, you know, I thought maybe they would take a bigger step forward this year. Maybe they still will, but. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of cheering from fans when he's announced, and uh, I know I'm going to go over there when the clubhouse opens tomorrow. There, when the clubhouse opens tomorrow, and go say hello to him, and always always enjoy talking to AJ and and learning the game from from AJ. So, uh, look forward to seeing him over the weekend at Minute Maid Park. Brian, as always, we appreciate your time and your expertise. Enjoy the afternoon game, and we'll speak with you next week. All right, thanks for having me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.